Hey guys, this time on Quick Take, I wanted to share uh, the three things that I'm kind of most looking forward to hear from from Apple, and um, I guess in the near future. I don't know if we'll hear a ton about these things this year. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. I hope we do, but uh, at least one of them for sure seems like it may not be uh, a 2018 thing. It may be a 2019 thing, and no, I'm not talking about the new Mac Pro, uh, which I've talked about quite a bit, especially recently. Um, but the, the, the first two uh, really have a lot to do with Apple TV. And um, Apple TV has been really, honestly, my favorite uh, Apple product, or at least the Apple product I've been the most interested in, uh, all the way back since it was introduced back in 2006. I love TV and movies. Um, and so it's been... It's been interesting. I've talked about on the show before how uh, those of us who are Apple TV fans are, are long-suffering because although the Apple TV has been on the market since 2007 and, of course, was first introduced in 2006, uh, change has come at a glacial pace to Apple TV. Um, we're in a great place now, honestly, with the Apple TV because we have almost everything we've wanted for years as Apple TV fans. We've got an app store. We've got uh, voice search. Uh, we've got, um, you know, search across apps. We've got uh, games. Uh, we've got the Amazon Prime app. I mean, so many things that were kind of on the list of, of Apple TV fans for years. So I guess the first thing that I'm kind of interested in hearing from Apple is is, is, is kind of general, maybe sort of vague, but it's just how is Apple planning to continue to grow and develop the tvOS platform and the Apple TV hardware. And, I, and I'm less interested in the hardware um, specifically than I am um, the software. You know, how is Apple improving the interface? Um, you know, what new features is Apple looking to add? Um, that sort of thing. How, how is Apple improving uh, relationship with app developers? You know, in particular, and I've talked about this in previous episodes, but in particular, I would really just love to see uh, Apple make Apple TV a more enticing platform for game developers. And I say that as someone who's not even really a gamer um, and for whom the Apple TV is the main extent of my gaming these days. Um, there's some great games on there, but there's a lot of room for improvement. And, I, and I've talked about before how Apple kind of shot itself in the foot with developers as far as making it more difficult uh, to create games for Apple TV than it should have been. Um, and, and, you know, and slowly over time, uh, since 2015, when the, the App Store for tvOS uh, was, was, was launched, there have been more and more games uh, released for Apple TV. Uh, but I think there's a lot of room for improvement. And specifically, as I've talked about before, I would love to see Apple uh, make their own game controller, uh, apart from the Siri remote, but an actual dedicated gamepad. And I, I kinda, I'm not holding my, no, uh, my breath on that one. I kind of, you know, it's not something that I expect Apple to do. In fact, if it happens, I'll be very pleasantly surprised, but I would love to see that because um, I think that would go a long way toward improving the experience of Apple TV as a gaming platform and also enticing uh, game developers as well. So we'll see if that happens. Um, but just in general, what's Apple looking to do to improve tvOS? You know, I, I think at the very least we need to have meaningful updates every year. And so far that's happened since the, the fourth generation uh, Apple TV came out. We've had, a, a, you know, a single hardware revision since then. Of course, that, that was new hardware introduced then. I don't need to see new hardware every year in terms of a new, you know, a new chip under the hood. I think every two years is a good pace for that is kind of what we've seen so far. But uh, definite year-over-year software improvements um, are things that I definitely want to see. 
The second is more specific, uh, but, but still very heavily Apple TV related. And that is I'm very, very interested in learning more about what Apple has planned uh, for its original TV content. Um, of course, you know, t- original content and uh, a content distribution service are kind of all the rage among tech companies these days. Uh, of course, Netflix uh, really paved the way and proved what you could do with this. Amazon Prime has, has done a lot of things in that space. Um, even Facebook has gotten into this and, and YouTube and, you know, all these various companies are trying to dip their toe into the original content pool, as it were. And Apple has done so in a big way, although they've said nothing about it publicly. But um, but because they're working with, with Hollywood and actors and actresses and producers and directors and and uh, things like this, this, you know, this word has gotten out and we know a lot of specifics already about what Apple's doing. There's, um, uh, I don't remember what the exact total is, but we're somewhere around a dozen shows that Apple has already agreed to produce. Of course, we know that they've done carpool karaoke and they did planet of the apps that they've distributed so far through Apple music. Um, those were the very first forays Apple made into this, but, but since then Apple has, uh, signed on to produce several series uh, that would be their own original content, partnering with uh, again big Hollywood names to do so, and they have even uh, they either have or are going to I can't remember which open a studio in Hollywood in in Los Angeles uh, where these efforts would be directed from. So while of course you'll be able to watch this content on an iPhone or a Mac, obviously uh, Apple TV is the prime target for this, and so I'm I'm just beyond interested to know exactly how they're going to distribute this content. Uh, is it going to be part of Apple Music? as those other two shows that I mentioned were? Um, is it going to be some new service uh, that we, you know, that they haven't announced yet? Um, are they going to, you know, charge additional per month or will it all be bundled in to Apple Music? Uh, as someone who is already an Apple Music customer, I'm hoping, frankly, that it's all just part of Apple Music. Um, but, you know, we're going to have to see uh, what they wind up doing. Um, there is a new partnership that, that has come to light lately between uh, Spotify and Hulu, uh, where they've kind of partnered up to bundle services together. So um, that certainly wouldn't be unheard of. And of course, you know, Apple famously introduced the iTunes Music Store. They actually called it the iTunes Music Store uh, in 2003. And then when they eventually began selling movies and TV shows on iTunes, you know, even though it's, it maybe seemed odd to, to, to group visual content into a service called iTunes and what again used to be called the iTunes music store. That was how they did it. So, you know, even though it might sound weird to, you know, have Apple producing shows, TV shows, Netflix style and distributing them through Apple music, it, it wouldn't be unheard of. Um, so we'll kind of see what happens. Regardless, they're going to, it's going to be available to watch through Apple's TV app, uh, which is one of my favorite aspects of the Apple TV, but it's just a matter of a question of, you know, how are they going to distribute that? And the third thing I'm really fascinated with um, is um, what's going on with Siri. You know, under you know, behind closed doors, um, what what plans does Apple have for improving Siri? Um, because Apple was quite, uh, you know, one of the early uh, pioneers of of uh, that type of technology. There were other things, of course, but Apple really took it mainstream and one of the first big companies to really invest heavily in that and, and make a big deal out of it. Um, and Siri can, can still do amazing things. I use Siri on a regular basis. One of the main things I'll use it for is, you know, to, uh, to have Siri, you know, call my wife or somebody like that while uh, I'm in the car and, and don't want to, 
you know, take my hands off the wheel, that kind of thing. Um, I'll, you know, I'll occasionally ask a question of Siri, but, um, you know, I think most of us who use Siri would agree that while we, you know, maybe appreciate what we do use it for, that we don't really feel like the improvements to Siri have come as fast as we want to. And it, it is very similar to Apple TV in a lot of sense, in the sense that, um, in a lot of ways, in the sense that it's been kind of a glacial pace for updates. There's no question that Siri today in 2018 is far better than it was, um, you know, when it was introduced several years ago. Um, but you know, we've, you know, I, I think anybody listening to this who uses Siri can agree that uh, we'd love to see Siri improve by leaps and bounds. Um, and not only, you know, does Apple need to do it just because it's a, it's a feature that, that, you know, they need to develop and, and improve and champion, but also there's been a lot of competition that has cropped up and not only have Apple's competition, uh, caught up with it, but in many ways, Amazon or uh, Apple's uh, biggest rivals like Amazon and Google have uh, improved on it. So there's a lot of things that those services can do. There's still some things that Siri can do that, that are better. If you, you know, really put all three through their paces, you'd find some pros and cons to all, but there are some, uh, definite benefits to those other services in terms of performance and accuracy that Siri and speed that Siri just doesn't have. And so Apple needs to reassert itself and, you know, take a big step forward with that. So those are the three main things. And I guess if I could add a, an addendum, a bonus one, extra credit, um, it would be just to, uh, see Apple, um, really continue pushing Apple pay strongly. I love Apple pay. Of course, it's a super secure way to, to do a transaction, I've got my debit card linked up with it so that whenever I come across uh, a vendor that takes it, uh, I'll use that because it's, it's, it's a very secure way to do a transaction. And it's a, a very um, easy way to do a transaction in terms of uh, not having a lot of pain points. You know, with the chip debit cards now, you put your debit card in the system and half the time it doesn't read it properly and barks at you. And then if you take it out too quickly, it barks at you and the transaction's canceled. You know, whereas Apple Pay, it's just so easy to use. I particularly like using it. Uh, with Apple Watch. And so, uh, honestly, they've got a great product. It's really just continuing to develop the relationships and push it and get more retailers on board with it. Um, you know, here in the South, uh, I, I frequently shop at Kroger grocery stores, for example, and Kroger does not accept Apple Pay or, to my knowledge, any other form of, uh, you know, similar product like that. Uh, so, I would love to be able to use my debit card via Apple Pay at Kroger. So, if you're listening, Kroger execs, get on that. So that's that would be my fourth one. So that, those are just some things that, that I'm looking forward to seeing from Apple. I hope that we learn more about all of those things uh, later at the Worldwide Developers Conference in June or maybe in the fall with the, the fall uh, hardware uh, announcements that Apple typically uh, makes. Uh, but some of them, especially, it really sounds like the, uh, the, the original content stuff might be more of a 2019 thing. But it's always possible that they'll at least talk about it and uh, give us a little bit more details about what they're planning. But we'll just have to wait and see. Well, that's it for uh, this episode of Quick Take. Again, if you do me a favor, if you enjoy listening to Quick Take and, and, and want to see more of these, if you'll go on to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and just real quickly hit that five stars uh, for the rating. Um, it really does help get the podcast more visibility within uh, Apple Podcasts or the iTunes store. Uh, you can also shoot me a question on Twitter at JWSherrod, that's S-H-E-R-R-O-D, or you can download the free Anchor app in iOS and send me a question that I can include in a future episode. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you next time.